This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have clouds, 25 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 31st of January, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and it's going to get a lot warmer today. Beautiful day in store. Sunny skies, a high of 65 with calm winds. Clear tonight, our low down to 44. Tuesday brings a 40% chance of afternoon showers, and with clouds increasing, we'll have a high of 57. And we really get some rain in the forecast Tuesday night, an 80% chance of showers, low down to 51. Rain is likely Wednesday, a 60% chance. With cloudy skies, we'll have a high of 55. Then let's talk about what's coming in Wednesday night. Temperature down to 30 with a 100% chance of rainfall. Thursday, rain or freezing rain is likely through about 4 o'clock. Then we could see that turn into sleet late afternoon and into the evening hours. 70% chance of that with a low of 33. As the evening moves on Thursday, a chance of snow becomes possible. Our overnight temperature plummeting down to the upper teens. Friday, sunshine, a high of only 37. Friday night's low 15 under clear skies. And we'll be back into the 40s with sunshine for the weekend. Right now with clouds, 25 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day, Karina Van Dyke with CHI St. Vincent Moralton. Obituaries this morning, John T. Dunsworth Jr., age 67 of Scotland, died on Saturday, January 22nd. He was a retired case manager with the Mental Health Agency and of the Church of Christ Faith. He is survived by his sisters, Jacqueline Murray of North Carolina and Catherine Hunt of Scotland. Memorial service for John T. Dunsworth Jr. will be Saturday, February 5th at 2 p.m. at Scotland Baptist Church with Brother David Jones officiating. Private burial will be at Pleasant Grove Cemetery at a later date. The family will receive friends and a meal will be served following the service. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Margaret Thomas Shoptaw Gately, age 95, died Wednesday, January 26th. She was a lifelong member of Union City Christian Church and the widow of Hersel Shoptaw and James Gately. She is survived by her son, Robert L. Shoptaw, her daughter, Anne Klein, six grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. Due to COVID concerns, a private memorial service and burial will be held for the immediate family with Reverend David Bishop officiating. Arrangements are by Limley Funeral Home of Atkins. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be sent to the American Heart Association at 909 West 2nd Street in Little Rock, 72202. Virginia Jordan, age 86, a lifelong resident of Plummerville, died Wednesday, January 26th. Graveside service will be held this afternoon at 2 at Plummerville Cemetery with Brother Wesley Brown officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Glenn E. May, age 80, of Houston, died Wednesday, January 26th. Funeral service will be this afternoon at 2 at Harris Chapel with Brother Jason Guffey officiating. Burial will be at Antioch Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Tony Lee McClellan, age 45, died Tuesday, January 25th. He was a Christian and is survived by his son, Cash McClellan of Center Ridge, Father Tony McClellan of Oklahoma, mother and stepfather, Rhonda and Bob Hotchkiss of Perry, fiance Melissa Stover of Center Ridge, mother of his son, Melissa Roberts of Clarksville, two sisters, 
five stepchildren, three grandchildren, and a stepbrother, among other family and friends. A celebration of life for Tony Lee McClellan will be held at a later date. Arrangements are by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton and Conway. 7.35, it's cloudy, 25 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 65 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, mostly cloudy, 25 degrees at the KVOM studios. Kuntz Electric Company President, Chief Executive Officer, and sole owner Benny Kuntz has transferred the company to the family's third generation. Kuntz Electric has been setting the standard for safety, quality, and integrity since 1958 when it was founded by Benny's father, Keith. The largest electrical contractor in the state for many years is ranked by Arkansas Business with over $60 million in annual revenues. Kuntz Electric takes pride in working safely, ethically, and profitably for the betterment of its employees, customers, and community, providing electrical design and construction services for renewable energy and high-voltage grid projects, coast-to-coast and border-to-border. New owners include Benny's son Bryce Kuntz, the Vice President, Business Development, Nephew Paul Zimmerman, Vice President, High Voltage Division. Nephew Jamie Zimmerman, Vice President, Government Affairs. Nephew Matt Zimmerman, Vice President and CFO. Nephew Joseph Dold, Vice President, Utility CRM. And Jeremy Stell, Vice President, Technical Services Division. Most of whom started at the company as teenagers with over 100 years of service. They'll be led by senior owners Dean Hoover, President and CEO. Jeff Ludwig, Executive Vice President, CRO and Richard Dold, Executive Vice President, COO, who also have over 100 years of service to the company. A new committee of the Conway County Quorum Court has been created to review how the county will spend its portion of American Rescue Plan funds in 2022. County Judge Jimmy Hart explains the committee was established during last week's Quorum Court meeting and includes seven justices of the peace, with J.P. Patrick Hartman appointed as chairman. The quorum court decided to appoint a ARP committee to sit down and look at some things we could do and how we want to spend some monies, more monies we've got coming. So looking forward to those guys coming together and putting their heads together and coming up with some good ideas. Other JPs appointed to the committee include John Trafford, Michael Hammonds, Philip Hoyt, Thomas Flowers, Keith Long, and Jason Robison. Conway County is expected to receive just over $2 million in ARP funds in 2022. The Russellville and Dardanelle school districts both named new superintendents Friday. Russellville has hired Dr. Jenny McDonald to the post. Dr. McDonald, Executive Director of Strategic Initiatives and Professional Learning, has served the Fort Smith Public Schools in a variety of roles. She's served as Director of Secondary Education, Principal, and Assistant Principal of Northside High School. She also earned the distinction as the 2016 Arkansas Secondary Principal of the Year. Dr. McDonald will begin employment as superintendent of Russellville School District on March 14th. The Dardanelle School Board of Directors voted unanimously to employ Dr. Mark Gocher as its superintendent of schools 
Dr. Gocher is the former Russellville superintendent. He'll assume the office July 1st of 2022. Moralton High School sophomore Chloe McNabb has become the school's first student to earn the coveted Microsoft Office Specialist Master designation. This certification demonstrates that students have the deepest level of skills needed to proficiently use office programs and requires that students pass each of the required exams, Excel Expert, Word Expert, and PowerPoint, plus one of the following electives, Access or Outlook. McNabb joined the Survey of Business class during the fall 2021 semester and earned all required certifications in just six months. Since implementing the Arkansas Department of Education initiative back in 2017, MHS students have collectively earned over 517 of the industry-recognized certifications. Arkansas lawmakers have cleared the way for state-run health care facilities to require employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The Arkansas Legislative Council Friday effectively approved requests by the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, the Department of Human Services, and the Department of Veterans Affairs. The agencies requested the move after the U.S. Supreme Court said a vaccine requirement for health care workers could move forward. Officials from the agencies warned that not complying would jeopardize more than $700 million in federal funding they receive. As of Friday afternoon, more than 1.5 million Arkansans are fully vaccinated, according to the Arkansas Department of Health. That represents 54.2% of the state's five and over population that's eligible to get the vaccine. The health department did not update its COVID numbers over the weekend. Friday's update showed a total of nearly 75,000 active cases of the virus in the state, including 609 in Conway County and 284 in Perry County. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that only seven students have tested positive for COVID-19 currently. There are 40 students and two staff members currently in quarantine. Taking a look at our community calendar, nominating petitions for positions on the Perry County Conservation District Board may be submitted through tomorrow. Any registered voter who resides and owns land in the district is eligible to serve on the board. And For more information, call 501-889-2715. The Perry County Extension Service, their series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom, continues this Tuesday and Thursday night. The third class on sustainable crop production, focusing on insects, weeds, and disease, will be held this Tuesday night at 6. On Thursday night, it's a class on post-harvest handling and food safety, also at 6 o'clock. Each class costs $10. Registration is available online at farmandfoodsystem.uada.edu. Slash classes. The Arkansas Blood Institute is holding a blood drive at CHI St. Vincent Moralton this Wednesday from 10 until 3. All donors receive a t-shirt, one free entry to the Museum of Discovery, and a free buntlet coupon from Nothing Bunt Cakes. To schedule an appointment to donate, visit arkbi.org. And a reminder, coming up Thursday, the Nemo Vista School District is scheduled to have elementary, middle school, and high school parent-teacher conferences. Let's remind you that the KVOM Morning News Watch each weekday can be heard on our podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by searching for KVOM on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, SoundCloud, or you can find it on our website or app. It's brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 744, we have clouds, 25 degrees at the KVOM studios. A little later on, we'll visit with Alicia Kuntz from Sacred Heart Catholic Schools. It is National Catholic Schools Week, and we look forward to hearing what Alicia has to say. Up next, 
Eric Tyler joins us with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Joseph Pinion scored 32 points, including 20 in the second half. And Marlton's senior boys basketball team dominated Dardanelle from start to finish in a 75-45 demolition of the Sand Lizards Friday night at Devil Dog Arena. At Devil Dog Arena, Pinion's big night included five three-pointers and two points on a breakaway dunk for the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Millard's three. Now Tanner loses on his back. Here's Pinion all alone in the open court. Pinion with the slam. Sophomore Corey Mosley added 22 points for the Devil Dogs, who avenged an early season loss to Dardanelle to move two games ahead of the Sand Lizards for first place in the 4A4 conference. Marlton has won seven games in a row to get to 7-1 and one in conference play, 14-6 and six overall on the season. Marlton's girls have moved into a tie for first place in the conference. The Lady Devil Dogs had a third consecutive dominating performance to beat Dardanelle 55-25, while Pottsville lost to Clarksville for its first loss in conference play. Marlton led the Lady Lizards by 29 points at halftime and placed only one player in double figures in a balanced scoring effort. Junior Cameron Rill scored 11 points, including three on the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game and her second of three three-pointers in the contest. Off the key goes off to Hartman. Now Warman. Warman in the lane. Kicks to Rill. Corner three is good again for Cameron Rill. Senior Allie Joe Dunlap and sophomore Sophia Warman each scored nine points for the Lady Devil Dogs to improve their record to 16-4 overall, 6-1 in conference play. Marlton travels to Ozark for conference games on Tuesday, and we'll have the broadcast of those games for you live on KVOM. Junior Sam Reynolds scored 29 points, and one of you senior boys completed a second consecutive undefeated conference season with a 73-36 win over Scranton on the road Friday night. Daredevils finished 12-0 in the 1A4 and improved to 28-1 overall with the win. Senior girls clinched a second-place finish in the conference with a 50-15 win. Sophomore DeAsia Simpson led the Lady Daredevils with 20 points. Sophomore Riley Gottsmore added 11, and sophomore Anna Ford followed with 10 as one of you improves to 21-7 overall, finishing 8-4 in conference play. Scranton won the junior boys game 46-41, despite one of you getting 18 points from Ethan Kelly. One of you plays non-conference games at West Sigurds Ferry on Tuesday. Nemo Vista's senior girls will most likely finish in third place in the conference after getting a 53-43 win over Guy Perkins on the road Friday night. The win pushes Lady Redhawks record in the 1A4 conference to 6-4 with Two games remaining. Nemo Vista's senior boys lost their game to the Thunderbirds 80-40 to fall to 5-5 five five in conference play. Nemo Vista's senior boys will play at Mount Vernon Enola tonight at 6 o'clock. Junior boys and both senior high teams will play at home against Scranton on Tuesday. In other local action tonight, Sacred Heart plays senior girls and boys games at Mall Mill Charter starting at 6 p.m. And Marlton's at 7th grade and junior high teams take on Searcy starting at 4 o'clock. Girls teams play at home while the boys teams play at Searcy. Audis Tony scored 19 points, and the Arkansas men's team never trailed to win its sixth straight game, beating West Virginia in an SEC Big 12 Challenge game 77-68 to 
on Saturday. The Razorbacks return to Southeastern Conference play on Wednesday at Georgia. Central Arkansas was swept by Jacksonville in A-Sun Conference play on the road at Saturday. The women lost 55-53, while the men fell to the Dolphins 79-59. Both UCA teams play again Thursday at home against Florida Gulf Coast. The Henderson State women's team lost to Oklahoma Baptist 79-68 on Saturday. Marlton's Tamiya Templeton had two points and four rebounds in the loss for the Reddies. The National Park women's team beat University of Arkansas Constantine 60-59 on Saturday. Marlton's Gala Calvin had seven points, four rebounds, two assists, and two blocks in that game for the Nighthawks. In Clarksville, the University, uh, University of the Ozarks women beat Howard Payne 80-57 on Saturday. Second horse McKenzie Greason had 17 points and four rebounds in that win for the Lady Eagles. 7.51 now as we look at weather on this Monday. Currently, humidity is at 93%. Calm winds, barometric pressure 30.09 inches. Low temperature this morning, 24 degrees. High yesterday, 63. A year ago today, the low was 44 with a high of 47. No rain over the weekend at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 4.75 inches. Sunset this evening is 5.38. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.10. And forecast calling for sunny skies today with an afternoon high near 65 degrees. It's going to be a great day, but uh, things are going to turn south here by midweek for sure. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 44. Tomorrow we've got 40% chance of rain with a high near 57. And then we'll have rain likely Tuesday night through Wednesday, and then colder temperatures by Wednesday night, falling to around 30. And so likely have a wintry mix there late Wednesday night and through a good part of the day on Thursday as well. Some freezing rain, likely snow and sleet uh, possible as well by uh, Thursday evening. And Thursday night temperatures dropping all the way to around 19 uh, for the overnight low. And on Thursday, high of only 33 expected when we have our best chance for some uh, wintry precipitation. So we'll continue to monitor that as that approaches here in the next couple of days. Right now, though, fair skies and 27 degrees in Moralton, seven minutes in front of 8 o'clock on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.56 now on KVOM, and Eric Tyler joined by Alicia Coons with Sacred Heart Catholic School on our close-up interview this morning. And good morning. How are you, Alicia? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. It is a uh, big week, I know, for Sacred Heart, because it is National Catholic Schools Week. So, uh, very exciting stuff going on, and, and just kind of tell us what uh, what this week is all about. You bet. So, every year, this week is set aside by National Catholic Education Association to celebrate Catholic schools and the value they bring. And it actually started yesterday. Um, this year, of course, we're still dealing with COVID and, and things like that, so we're not able to do the full extent of activities we usually do, but we still try to make a point to celebrate and, and do fun things and, and things that matter. So today we'll be doing, um, we like to do a, a rosary with all our kids in K-12. 
Um, we usually all gather together and do that in the gym. This year, we will be doing it over Google Meet. Um, so our classes will be with their own class, but the seniors will lead that over Google Meet. We did it that way last year as well. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be treating our students and our faculty to uh, Elia's. We're going to have Taco Tuesday, and that will be um, the day of giving. So I'll talk more about that in a minute, but that is just a special treat for the kids. And other things we'll be doing this week, we always like to make sure we do a service project. So our art teacher is going to be working with different classes to make Valentine cards that we'll take over to the nursing home residents. And then on Friday, we do a virtual bingo. So again, the kids are in their own classes, but we'll be broadcasting to their classes the bingo game that they can participate in to win prizes. And they really like that. It's a lot of fun. All right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fun activities. And, uh, of course, Sacred Heart, uh, I guess one of the one of the few schools in the state gets to celebrate National Catholic Schools Week, uh, uh, particularly K-12 schools, only what, one of two in the state. One of two, pre-K-12, yes. Yep, all right, so exciting. And then you mentioned the Day of Giving tomorrow. That's really a big deal. And um, kind of talk about how that works and uh, I guess uh, kind of how people can, can take part in that. It is a huge deal for us. So, you know, our budget, we fund what we do here uh, through fundraisers, about half our budget. So we raise a lot of money throughout the year with the Bazaar and Oktoberfest. This particular day of giving, uh, we've done it for several years. And we raise usually, our goal this year is around $100,000. I mean, it's a major one day of of a lot of giving, mostly online, uh, but also people dropping off gifts here in person or mailing them in. And we do that again with the National Catholic Education Association. So they they give that um, online portal opportunity to all the schools if you want to participate. Um, we are that money for us will be used specifically for our teachers. So we're really this year focusing on honoring our teachers. We have several matching donors who have stepped up and said, yes, I will match dollar for dollar up to this amount on the day of giving. So we have a total of forty thousand dollars. Um, matching available so we we definitely hope our donors will come through for us stop by drop off a gift mail it in um, or go online sacredheartmoralton.org you can go to our donate button and there's an online giving portal we'll be sharing that like crazy on our facebook page too so you can grab that link there very easy to go online make a gift i encourage people if there's a memo line and you want me to send a card to a teacher you want to recognize, put it there. Otherwise, send me an email. My email address is on the website. It's Alicia Kuntz, A. Kuntz at sacredheartmoralton.org. I'll be glad to send those cards out if I know how to get them to them. But um, this all benefits what we call the Kathleen Smith Teacher Recruitment and Retention Fund, which is focused on improving teacher compensation now and in the future. So um, it's an exciting thing we've just launched. And we're really excited to see it grow. And we cannot thank our community enough for all the support for that. All right. That is awesome. And uh, in the last few years, Sacred Heart's been one of the leaders really in the whole nation in giving. Is that right? We have. It's, yes, it is absolutely amazing um, that we, uh, you know, when we talk to other schools, actually, I've been called by many other schools around the country to see how we do it. And I just can't brag enough on our people. They are so thoughtful and prayerful and supportive. And they come through for us every time. Those matching gifts help a lot. Um, and so we really are excited about that. And as far as those go, you can see on our website um, all the videos that we've created um, to recognize different teachers from those matching donors, people that made a real impact in their lives. So 
that's a great thing to check out as well. All right. That's awesome. That starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow. goes to 11 a.m. Wednesday. Yes. So, yep, right? Yes. Yeah. The Giving Portal is only open from 11 a.m. on Tuesday to 11 a.m. Wednesday, and that's because this is national and it kind of covers time zones. Now, there's also a PayPal button on our website. If you miss that Giving Portal, you can give there or, again, stop by the office, drop off the gift. They'll make sure it gets turned in and counted toward that match. Okay. All right, so that's one of the, obviously, highlights of National Catholic Schools Week, which uh, does certainly continue through the week with those other events, as, as you mentioned. And then looking ahead a little bit, uh, in a couple weeks, uh, still have uh, trivia night planned. Is that right? Yes, I'm so excited. We didn't get to have it last year because of COVID. Um, this year, we are planning to move forward February 12th, 6 o'clock. Tickets, um, you can purchase those online and I believe they're $40 in advance. So go on sacredheartmoralton.org under support, and you can find the events page there and get the trivia tickets, or you can mail that to the office. Um, you want a table of eight. You don't have to have that many. If you don't fill it, that's fine, but uh, you can have up to eight players. Will be played on phones this year, but not so much like it was the last time. It will be all multiple choice. The rounds are going to be a little bit different. Um, of course, Eric's family was the winner in 2020, and they the only category we reveal in advance is the one they picked, which was Hopes of the 20th Century, and whew, it's a doozy of a category, <laughs> yeah. so you might want to do a little homework on that one. <laughs> For sure, yep, yep, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, it's a re- really, really fun night, so... Uh, yes, and Elia's Mexican Grill, again, they donate for that. They provide all the food. We have some donors for including Point Remove over here, donating some beer and Arkansas beverage. So um, great support for this event. It's going to be so much fun. So definitely get those tickets soon because we usually sell out. Okay. All right, a lot coming up. Uh, do you want to mention briefly uh, Bizarre, making plans for that still? Yeah, you know, we're we're on – on schedule for that um we don't know exactly what it will look like you know we it's hard to make plans this day and time too far out but we have started that we do have a truck we're going to raffle off we will have a go-kart i heard your commercial right before i came on another go-kart like we did last year and we'll also be raffling off gift certificates for our local uh businesses like we did kind of promoting that shop local in moralton um idea so it's going to be a lot of fun and spaghetti and you know games all the fun stuff so keep an eye out for that we'll be announcing more of that soon all right alicia coos sacred heart catholic school a lot of stuff going on of course this week national catholic schools week and then day of giving kicking off tomorrow so check it all out with sacredheartmarlton.org yes thank you all right thank you so much alicia coos joining us this morning it is 804 now on kv You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.